You're listening to Human Hackers, where we talk human and online. With Phil Richards and Ian Hopkinson. <laughs> We're back again. I can't believe this, Phil. Episode three, happening in a hurry, Ian. Why do they let us do this? <laughs> the challenges of finding your identity, purpose. This is this is the third episode, but but probably one of the the bigger ticket items, Ian, in terms of the the overall determinant of of our success in business and life in general, and that is the the bigger picture reason why we're doing things, the why, and that gets talked about a lot out there, I think, and in, in concept, but doesn't always get uh, enough time put into it to actually understand what the why is. There's a lot of books out there, a lot of people recycling very similar information, isn't there? When it comes to the crunch, I suppose deep inside, they often, when you put them on the spot, they really don't know why they're doing things. And you'd see that a lot in the online space too, in those initial meetings where there's a, a lack of uh, appreciation of, of that, uh, that why. I think I see it more in the online space because it's a more, there's more of an opportunity to throw up a facade and not feeling like you need to understand the purpose of it. Mm. It's almost external to the individual then. It's always, it's, it's almost a safe place in doing that because it's not really talking about us. It's talking about the product or, you know, the business. It's something external to us. And so we're probably, probably haven't considered as much about what it needs to be at times than what we should. And, and therefore it's a question that uh, a lot of people just don't contemplate at the right level. No, they don't. So where, where's the kickoff point here, Phil? Well, I think probably to look at the relationship just very briefly, very superficially between purpose, passion and willpower. Uh, people talk a lot about passion as being, you know, find your passion, follow your passion, and they're right. And passion, I guess, is action fueled by emotional charge, which tends to be uh, cyclic. So in other words, our emotions will last for a period, then they'll drop off. And so the passion will therefore drop off. And a bit the same for willpower and that there's energy required, determination, dedication required to uh, have willpower to perform a task. And therefore, it also tends to ride up and down. Purpose itself, though, sits on top of the, both of those. So purpose is the reason why we do things. We establish the why. We come back to that point on a regular basis. It sort of refuels and re-energizes. And that will then open up the possibility to create sustainability rather than the short-term performance that comes from either passion or willpower or both. And so most people tend to drive the passion willpower cycle and, and rely on that and experience the ups and downs. If they lack purpose, what happens is things sort of die, die away completely um, in that interim period. So as soon as the passion drops off or the willpower drops off, the performance and the returns drop off. Whereas if you establish what the purpose is, it allows you to connect at that higher level and to re-energize and make whatever you're doing more sustainable. One of my favorite responses from a business when they're asked, why does your business exist? Is when they say, to make money. <laughs> and I literally go, eh, eh, wrong answer. <laughs> it's one of those things, it's the outcome but it's not the bit that makes it sustainable. And, and the irony is with that is when, when making money is the outcome, invariably it means that the, whatever the product is, has become a commodity. 
Yeah. And so you end up competing with all the other players out there on a money basis and that invariably ends up driving the price down. So Yeah, and, and how do you find value alignment with other people as well? Because that as we've talked about in the previous episodes, finding the right people to work with and collaborate with on any project really is it does require understanding why you're doing what you're doing. And if you're just in it for the money, where are you going to get? <laughs> Not far, I'd, I'd suggest. No, well, the engagement levels will be correspondingly lower as well. And so the outcomes will be lower as well. So the, it's, just, it's a continual cycle. It doesn't matter which way you go in life, you can look for the shortcuts forevermore. Mm. It all comes back to um, the drive that you have, the game that you play in your head at the time that causes you to take action to make it sustainable. And, and yeah, it's, we all do it. I've done it plenty of times. I'm sure you have as well. You know, chase a short-term solution and invariably have to revisit it and end up spending more time to get the actual result that you want. And oh. I think we just need to acknowledge that and actually jump in and say, let's do the hard work first. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we do do it. And when we're, I suppose it's a check-in point, isn't it? So as, you, as you're doing something or when you finish something, hang on, why did I do that? It's what we talked about in episode two with the review. Stop, think, reflect, you know, tackle it again, understand why you're doing it. And if you don't, then you've really got to take a good solid look at the overall picture. Before you can actually make it sustainable. Absolutely. I see and online it's very tempting to do this. Oh, okay. Artificial intelligence solutions for fashion is trending at the moment. So I'm going to start a business, an AI solution for fashion. Oh, what do you know about artificial intelligence? Oh, nothing. I actually don't really even know what it means. Do you have any experience in fashion? No, I don't. But it's a great opportunity. <laughs> yep. I think I've just so opened nice. up a can of worms, but... But it's tempting with how easy it is to slap up, you know, uh, some kind of a website or something online. It's easy to fall into that trap of thinking, you know, put up a, it's a little bit like just putting up a a lemonade stand out in front of your house. I'm going to sell lemons today, you know, and it's, and it's all very innocent when, when you're a kid to, to think, oh, great, this is a bit of fun. But in the real world, you can't do that. You can't just, you know, put out put out a sign and say I'm open for business, and start selling stuff. It's, it's not going to work. And the scary thing is that a lot of people who do that don't even have lemons, which is no. it's kind of in the case of the artificial intelligence and fashion thing. Is I don't actually even understand the technology. Really? Okay. And you've got no experience in fashion. How are you how are you going to drive this? How are you going to actually make this work? And then what's even worse is you don't know why you're doing it. Well, the interesting thing is with all that, like it's all, it's all achievable to be in quote successful in terms of getting transactions, making money, using that approach that works as well. I guess what we're looking at though, is the, it's a long-term sustainability. It's number one, long-term sustainability for the business. And number two, some personal return other than money. That's right. So in other words, you, you know, you can go and create the short-term thing that you know very little about and you can produce money. You can just sell things and make money. And that's, if that's what you want to do, there's no dramas with that at all. That's fine. But if you want to create something that's actually sustainable where you get genuine return, you get to connect 
with people and deliver a solution rather than just a, a product, a commodity, then you need to get your head around purpose to start with. So you understand what the actual, where the drive's coming from. So you can actually tap into that when you need to, to get that sustainability. And, and the topic of purpose in its own right is such a complex one. Like all these topics are that we're talking about. So, so complex, uh, potentially so confusing and so elusive. And I guess the way I look at it, I always come back to the same basic principles, Ian. And it relates back to what you were saying about the business setups before. And that there's a trend out there right now that seems to be about people just being themselves, engaging in their passion, as we talked about before, but having a bigger purpose in place and simply connecting to understanding and delivering product to people and being extremely successful. Like it is a really simple thing to do. We seem to want to run off and, and follow all these other lines of, you know, the, using the new technologies and just packaging things up and just pushing them out the door and making money. But the ones that are sustainable and, and have genuine returns for the people in the game, as well as the clients that are actually delivering or receiving that product, are the ones that are connecting at the lower level. And that's why these topics around purpose and passion and willpower and those three factors I, I referred to before uh, are so important and they translate directly into the online space as well. And that's the bit that human hackers is about is bridging that gap between those human principles, the actual drivers of human behavior and the connection to other humans in order to create the transaction and doing that via the online space. So representing the purpose of the people in the business, in the online space, and therefore connecting to the clients. So they then allow that transaction to occur. It's that deeper level connection that, that's going to make the biggest difference to this whole, uh, whole exercise. Yeah, that raw and real approach really works. And it's what you're talking about there is inspirational when you do see it. And it is actually being authentic you know, quotation marks, very overused word at the moment online. Mm. There's even books about it, how to be authentic. Really? Okay. And, and a lot of that is, is understanding many of the themes that we've touched on already, which is that knowing yourself and taking the time and slowing down to review, improve, um, and, fuel, and that fuels your passions. You know, that, that's where you get your emotional charge from is that you find alignment with yourself, if you like, <laughs> um, understand yourself and, and why you are doing things and then just calling things for what they are. And people are absolutely craving that at the moment, especially with the sheer amount of white noise online. Mm. There's no doubt at all. We'll be back shortly with Human Hackers. Probably what's important is to put a bit of structure here uh, right now, a bit of a nav point in terms of, of how we're going to tackle this topic in the, in the next uh, 20 minutes or so. And that's, that's to look at the individual, so the self, and then we look at other people, and then we could look at online as being the bridge between those two uh, as an option. So it might be face-to-face -face or it might be online. There's an option to bridge the, the relationship between those two. And so when you're looking at purpose, you're really looking at, at two things. You're looking at purpose as a, as an action frame for what we do as individuals. So in other words, we can have a personal purpose, a reason why we do what we do, a story that we tell ourselves and something that we, when we 
we're thinking about or contemplating taking an action, we're checking in to see whether that fits in with our current purpose. Is it what we're really about? Is it, is it part of our why? And so that's the, the action frame for us as individuals. Then to extend purpose out, that purpose that we've got then may get conveyed to other parties and they may or may not agree or align with that purpose. And so the purpose has two functions. It has one around our own action and it has another function in allowing us to align to other parties, whether it's in a business or just a personal relationship sense. So they're the two aspects. The interesting thing is there's also another space in the middle of that called business. So we've got our individual purpose as being a, you know, a staff member of an organization or an owner or an entrepreneur in an organization. We've got an individual purpose. Then we create sort of a, a combined purpose, which is represented by the business itself. And in that case, that combined purpose is then an opportunity to align with the intended client base. So the purpose itself has a number of different levels to it, Ian, from an individual through to the other party and through to the business. That's a really good way of explaining it because it's, it is a vast area. It's a topic that people have talked about a lot, but that's a good way of explaining it, particularly with human hackers and what we're about. Um, getting that understanding of the individual, the human, and translating that to the online. And I think, you know, the internet has been around for 25 years now, believe it or not, 25 years. Mm. And we still don't understand what to do with it for the most part, <laughs> you know, one of the fastest growing types of company in Australia, probably globally, I don't know the statistics exactly, but uh, digital agencies, <laughs> um, businesses like this are growing because it's a challenge navigating the online space. And the core of what you just talked about there, some of the steps that we need to take to realize the purpose and how we, you know, talk to our, our market, how we align with um, the stories and the messages of our audience. A lot of this methodology is pre-internet. We were doing this. We were having to do this anyway to create businesses before the internet existed. But when the internet came along, it kind of threw us off our game. It, it looked like it was a different playing field but it's actually not. No, it's, it's just, just it's, it's just an enabler of what we were already doing before. Yeah, it's sort of like having, uh, you know, we've got two mobile phones. Do we do we have a means of communication? Yes, we do. Okay, so we make a phone call and we connect technologically between those two phones. Well, the next step is, okay, we've got a physical connection. We've got like the pipeline between those two parties. Now, what do we put down it? Yep. In other words, what do we talk about? What's the content that's going down that pipeline between those two parties? So it's not just a physical connection by both having a mobile phone and being able to talk to one another. It's also about what is the nature of the topics that are occurring within the, the pipeline, the content? What are we talking about? How does that fit with you know, my purpose versus your purpose in terms of our conversation? Then we start to get a connection between those two parties. And then we can move to the next level, which is really where the business starts to kick in, where not only do we have the means of, of communication between the two parties via the mobile phone call, not only do we have the conversation that, that illustrates and demonstrates uh, what we're about, the fact we're driven, we're engaged to a higher level to deliver that as a supplier, 
Then we move to the next stage, which is the transaction. So suddenly the other party decides they want to be able to then work with us because we seem to be the same. And what can you do to help me? Well, I'd suggest this. Suddenly all those barriers and all those hard sells and all those challenges and issues around getting people to buy suddenly disappear. And so yeah. that's, the, that's the key to this. And the internet is a means of communication and it is largely filtered. So we're not getting the full picture of the world. We're getting the picture of the world that the, the search engines want us to see rather than the full picture. And I think people forget about that too. They think they're searching the whole world and they're not really. So <laughs> and all, all the influence behind the scenes. So that's, if you look at that in terms of the purpose context, the topic of this, this podcast episode, it's a matter of understanding they're the things that are getting in the way. And, and what a lot of businesses are doing are that they're thinking that they've got to mobile phones, so they've got communication. Or they've got a website up and they're yeah. online. They're online, they can be found necessarily, but what are they communicating? And that's yeah. where the struggles are around defining the purpose. And in a, you know, in a, in a business meeting in a, where you're looking at maybe defining what the purpose is for the business, and in, you've, you've seen more of this in online than, than I have for sure, but I'm imagining that it would be similar to what I see in the human space and that people are almost restricted when you say, what's the purpose? What's the why for this business? They go quiet and they get that sort of glazed look <laughs> coming in and they start to wander off and, and try to work out what's going on. And they probably have some thoughts about what they think it is or suddenly realizing that they don't have a purpose or that there's been a purpose defined that isn't in alignment with who they are as a person, they're the moments when they need to express and actually say, well, this is what I think the purpose of the business is, but this is what my purpose is. And it's not in alignment. And maybe no. it's time to address that. And so there's, there's definitely some rich um, topics sitting in that little space there. Not something we can cover in this episode, but, that, that, that illustrates more about the challenge of actually defining that in order to get that, that connection in place technologically in order to get the connection in place in terms of alignment of purpose and then to allow the transaction to finally occur. You're listening to Human Hackers. Stick around. And all of what you've just explained there, this is more important now because of the internet. I was saying before that, you know, the internet's been around for 25 years and that online is a, is a platform and it just happens to be probably the, the most amazing platform in human history. Mm. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's phenomenal really, but it's, it's created a new ball game and, and playing that game means actually being even more laser focused on what your, your purpose is and the story and the message that you're putting out there. If you don't have a niche or something key that differentiates you from the next person or the next organization, how are you going to be found? And if they do find you, how are they going to understand what it is that you can offer them? And so there has to be a lot of this thought through, not necessarily from like at the beginning. I mean, I know when I started, my business, I didn't know really, I knew what I was passionate about and what I was good at and what I wanted to do. So I had a lot of the emotional charge, if you like, and then, and the knowledge and the skill. Uh, but I really just got into it because 
people were asking me for help. I didn't sit down and think I need to plan this out. I need to understand why I need to, to, you know, figure out what's sustainable, what's the best service. I learned it on the fly by doing it. In fact, I probably didn't realize it until I had eight staff, which I don't recommend. Um, I had eight staff sitting around a table that, you know, in a, in an office or in a corner of an office that had kindly been lent to me by a client who subsequently said, uh, you've got more people than us now. You might have to move out. Mm. So I don't recommend that, but it's something that we do need to be mindful of. Um, I got a perspective from someone who actually came in and worked for me who said, what are you doing? <laughs> um, a whole range of questions, including you're not charging enough and, you know, this, you know, you, this is American prices. We're in Australia. You know, there's a lot of Ian wake up conversation and I took it all on board. And, and that's that review and feedback thing we spoke about in episode two. It's funny how all of these themes fit neatly together. And if we had a big chocolate wheel, we could, you know, we could post them all. <laughs> we could post them all up there at the moment and just spin it, depending on what day it was, because um, it's that's what it's like. And and it's very hard to distill these down. You know, we've been talking about takeaways in the last couple of episodes, and it's probably not our favourite word, Phil. No. Uh, but we felt, especially because of the the weighty subject matter, we felt that we need to break things down into three key points. And there's a lot of books out there that say when you're giving a podcast or a workshop or a lecture or whatever it is, break it down into three points and navigate your way through. And it's, it's interesting when you get into these sub, this subject, the subject of finding your identity, how hard that is to do because there are so, there's so much connective tissue, you know, between, between all of the, um, the elements here. And going down the rabbit hole is is fun because <laughs> because it brings up stories and you know relatable stories for people to to engage with and understand more about what we're talking about. You know, just giving people three takeaways or three points isn't really enough. And which brings me to the next point really is this importance of conveying your purpose to people really is in the content that you produce and the story and the message that you put out there. And unless you're telling a compelling story and the message aligns with your values and your purpose, you won't find any customers. It's just not going to happen for you. Um, I've got a few clients at the moment that are having a challenge with this or probably all of the clients to one extent or another um, but one or two that just want to keep putting promotional content up on their website, promotion, 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 sell, sell, sell. And they don't understand that they need to actually engage with their customer on, on a helpful educational level as well. It can't just be all sales content up there. Uh, but notoriously sales and marketing become a blurry line within organizations and when you talk about creating content for your website, the default position is, oh, we've got to sell. Hmm. But it's the exact opposite. You've got to tell a story and connect with yep. people first. Yep. And if you can help them and there's a need there, then great. But don't shove it down their throat. 
Yeah, which is part of that purpose. And it's also part of um, when the purpose is strong, the emotional engagement is there. So there's actually an energy in that emotional engagement that is unmistakable and, and it becomes such a, a powerful tool to come back to. And that's, so everything you've said there, there's like a number of levels out there, I suppose. There's the, and we've been caught up in this in human hackers a little bit too. There's, there's an expectation of what you think you're supposed to do. And what I've been hit behind the head on numerous occasions in the last 12 months or more around what we've been doing with hackers is, is the fact that it, it keeps coming back to what I was originally doing. A bit like you are talking about where you started. It comes back to that original, uh, where that original passion and interest and engagement came from and the bigger purpose why. And that's the, that's the point it comes back to. And we, we don't, we tend to hold off on that. We tend to get lost in that other world. And the same as when you're talking about story and message, we can talk about, we've said that in previous podcasts, we're talking about, we can say all the same words, <laughs> all the same words. We can have the same three takeaways and we can go to a seminar and come away with those three takeaways and that's all great. But what happens after that? Yeah. So the, the, it's, it's not about just the words. It's not about knowing the internet means everyone knows everything these days. It's about connecting to who you are and that's part of your purpose. It's about understanding what that purpose is of the people that you're talking to. And it's about creating genuine ways to understand and deliver for them. And to do that, you need a genuine connection and story and message are the words that are used to describe the nature of that in the online space. But underneath, in other words, it's the content of that story. It's the content of that message. It's the picture it's painting that is doing the work. It's not just the story, not just the message, and it's not just the words alone. It's about the thing that's driving that. And that's where, that's where the, you know, the topic of this podcast purpose is such a critical factor. And the other, the other thing that stands out when I reflect back on, on all these things that we've talked about over time, Ian, is that, and this is my purpose, um, I'm freeing up human potential. Yours is optimizing awesome online and probably a convenient combination. And it's, it's actually, it's finding out how to free people up to say what they need to say to actually fully express their purpose. So it's not about just knowing this is my purpose and it's your own little secret story in your head. It's about actually manifesting it. It's about living yeah. it. It's about showing it. It's about doing it. It's about being seen. So, you know, one of the challenges I've had over time is I probably played my purpose behind the scenes. So I'd implement and get a result around freeing people up and I'd literally see people grow you know, half a day or a day, certainly inside two days, I'd see transformation. And I wouldn't say this is what I'm really about. I'd simply facilitate that have that takeaway, but it was a purpose that was driving me and, and what hackers has done for me and what we've talked about over time. And this is like personal experience. And this is what this whole podcast is about. We're not hiding anything from you as a listener. We're sort of putting it all out there is, is, is actually getting to a point of actually expressing that purpose openly. And that's the single biggest issue that I see everywhere is all these behind the scenes conversations that are, you know, we're secretly talking about this is what, <laughs> what's, what's yours. It's like this little yeah. secret and the, the big bridge to follow or follow, to, to actually travel over is, is the one to the other side where you're out there being seen and expressing it. And, and that's the scary bit 
but that's where it really starts to kick in. And it's trying to get people that are quote in business or quote entrepreneurs or for that matter, anyone else. It's about getting to the point where you're willing to not only know what your why is, but actually express it and live it and manifest it. So all these other things online, the story, the message, the whole lot become the, the, the actual medium in which you convey that. Yes. But in order to convey it, you need to get it all out first. You're listening to Human Hackers. Stay tuned. Fear. You know, you know, scary, these kinds of words. Uh, I, I know I've, I hark back to it a lot, but I have, you know, from a very early age being thrown up in front of, not thrown up in front of people. My parents didn't throw me onto the stage, but um, they encouraged me to follow my singing. And that put me into a regular routine of rehearsal and uh, performance uh, which I didn't realize at the time, but was amazing development, you know, and getting past your fears um, of expressing. And largely what I was doing was I was singing off a, you know, off a sheet. I was singing someone else's music, which is fine, but it put me up there and, you know, that's, I've got to, I've got to appreciate that because I think that having that background it was meant that I had to face a lot of that, those internal voices that we all face on a daily basis. Oh, should I do this? Should I put myself out there? You know, should, is it good? Am I good enough? Um, or thinking about past actions or past experiences and, these obsessive thoughts that we have and things that hold us back. Um, when you have to get up and perform and Phil, you're, you're the same in what you do. Um, and we talk, we need to talk about that because this is our second go at the podcast. <laughs> uh, we were supposed to do this yesterday and then you got called to an emergency, but um, that experience of being thrown up and having to, not only think in the moment, but perform no matter what day it was. I couldn't say, I'm sorry, I don't feel like it today. I was there. I had to do it. It didn't matter what was going on in my head. I had to perform. Mm. And, and it becomes a second nature, if you like, that when the chips are down or when your head's not straight, look at why that is, snap out of it, go through that process of kicking that aside and getting on with things. And that's not to say that I bury feelings. It's more of a, when you're on, you're on. It doesn't matter how you you're thinking or feeling or what's happening to you, whatever external forces that you want to blame, that doesn't matter. It's on you. It's up to you. You need to switch on. And the thing is invariably that, uh, what you're describing there, that performance is invariably related to purpose. In other words, when, when the purpose is, is the most dominant and the most real in our heads, chances are we're probably performing at the best as well. And, and to pick up on your comment from yesterday, that it was a, a vehicle accident 
that that I attended, and 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 to, to bridge this with identity and and purpose is the minute that you get called to something like that, you're immediately in the same place as you were with a performance space in terms of performing, you know, performing music. Um, and that suddenly I had to perform in terms of going out and managing what we needed to manage yesterday. And it's almost like a different identity kicked in, a variation, a contextual identity, which is what we talked about in the first episode, where suddenly it went from Phil human hackers to Phil emergency responder. Um, and, and what I've learned over, uh, over 30 years of, um, of being in that space as well is I've seen people in those circumstances where you know, I see incredible performance from crews where there's an immediate focus where life is at risk. So you want to talk about purpose where someone's in front of you and maybe in a really compromised situation, then you need to be able to perform. And what that does is, is bring incredible focus an incredible energy and incredible performance to the fore. And this is no different to what you're doing. It's no different to what people listening are doing in terms of their own business or their own personal life. That's what it's really about. It's about knowing what that purpose is. In my case, I guess, along with, uh, you know, freeing up human potential, the, the respect for human life means as a person, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Mm. From a purpose point of view, there is nothing higher than that in my mind. And what I'm bringing to the human hackers is is that experience and that drive and that recognition and that observation over three decades and applying it to the business space. And then that links in directly with what we're talking about, and that is bridging from the human to the online space. Because if you manage to get that particular sequence right, you've got a very, very, very powerful, very grounded very raw and real, very performance-based, very sustainable business model. And that's where we need to be. We need to be in that place. And that's where purpose is such a key element of this whole equation. It's really interesting that you and I, even though coming from different perspectives, um, have we seem to get called to, you know, we're the, we're the rescue guys. Um, and I'm still trying to work out, uh, this is, I suppose, part of my analysis of why I'm doing things. I'm still trying to work out why I'm the guy that gets the call, um, you know, for digital rescue or reputation management, like we mentioned in the last episode. Um, and I think it is the combination of what we've been talking about today, which is I'm pretty open and you know, honest. I know my why. Um, I analyze things. I... I'm, I'm the first to own up if something goes wrong on my watch. Um, and the collaborative approach of getting things done and fixing things no matter what, um, I think that's perhaps you know, where it's coming from and why uh, I get the call. Um, but I still, I still look at it, I still analyse it you know, day to day as to am I on the right path? And that's really what businesses need to do to appeal to their market, bringing it back around here, Phil, hmm. um, to, sh to really shift their identity um, means that the individuals not only have to have alignment in the first place, but they need to be willing to look at themselves. There's 
a frustrating thing I see quite a lot is the, like I mentioned, the external forces being, you know, pointing the finger at someone else to, to blame them or an external forces or, you know, it's the market or it's a speech that someone gave as to why a share price dropped. Yes, okay, there's, there's cause and effect. But why look outside yourself for the reason as to why something is happening first? <laughs> my, my tendency is to go, okay, what part did I play in this and how can I improve? Mm. Um, and the people that I know that do that on a regular basis, they're the ones that develop and grow and find other individuals like that and build businesses um, that actually have purpose and a sustainable growth over many, many years. And, and that, that happens, I think, for one, the, the two feed off one another. Again, it's another case of everything being linked to everything else in both directions sort of thing. The, I think the reason why those people connect and certainly the why, the why or the reason why we, I think we connected so easily right from that very first meeting was the fact that we are grounded and raw and real. And, and so by definition, our defences are lower. So if our defences are lower, there's more opportunity to more easily connect and create those alignment pieces and not be a threat to someone else. And so ironically, being more open, and this is, this is one of those things that hit you behind the head, if you want to be able to connect and belong with people, what you've got to be is open and vulnerable. <laughs> so it, it fits into that, that purpose thing then. Some of the words, we define our purpose and we're open about it and we express it, which is what I was referring to before. If we do that, what's going to happen is we're going to open up more opportunities as well. It's not just going to be connecting to one person. It's going to be connecting to a whole range of people. And those people are going to connect us to more people because of that openness of communication. And invariably, so many people go to so many different events and things out there and you know, want to sit down and listen to someone else's story. And the realities are the reason they enjoyed it is because it's the same as their own story in terms of the nature of how that person experienced their life. And so that frontline communication, that ability to, to know your purpose, then openly state it and then interact directly with the audience. Don't hide behind the website. Go and interact with the intended audience and really find out whether the alignment is there or what needs to shift in terms of identity and purpose as part of that for the organisation in order to create more opportunity. But, you know, having just email responses or you know something as simple as that i suppose alone or even worse nothing at all coming back just doesn't allow that confirmation so you're living a you're living a lie it's all a dream but it might be a lie in the dream about that <laughs> you think you're doing the right thing and so again purpose it just highlights the purpose sits at the foundation of of everything we're talking about here as part of identity it's what you weave into that story about who you are and what you're about, why you're here, that is so incredibly important. And the challenge, of course, is taking, number one, identifying that in the human space, and then number two, translating that in a genuine, authentic way to the online space, but then still not forgetting about the fact you've got to connect to the end user, the person on the other side of the transaction. You've got to be able to connect with them directly and don't be afraid to get feedback that says that, hey, this isn't good. You know, this is not what we want. We want this. And again, there's oodles of stories out there about organisations that have gone out and 
and had that connection through that purpose and found out the differences and simply made the changes and delivered it. No surprises there. The people bought it. That's what they asked for. But mm. it's backed up by that genuineness, genuineness that, that foundation, that raw and real, that openness, the lack of defense, the ability to communicate and be open as a result. All those things roll onto this one very powerful combination that then creates the connection between one human being and another human being, not another human being and a website. It's actually between the other human being and the human on the other side that's supplying the product. Solid Phil. Hmm, that was a journey. <laughs> uh, it's just the beginning as well. We're going to get some, you know, it's not going to just be you and I chat, having a, having a, a nice chat here. We're going to get some people on. We're going to do some interviews. We're going to go down these rabbit holes with glee um, and uh, pin our ears back. That was probably a good pun rabbit holes and <laughs> rabbit pinning hole it back. back. Well, the interesting thing is on all these, for those listening in, there's, there's, there's quite an amusing process goes on prior to these episodes and has been for quite a while, but uh, there's, there's a, a whiteboard exercise that I do from the human side and then I send it to Ian and usually the whiteboard thing sitting in a, in a shed and I've got like 14 meters of whiteboard <laughs> and I just dump what's in my head and then try to make a structure out of it because of the fact that human space is such an interesting, intriguing and rabbit hole prone topic um, <laughs> and full of terminology. Yeah. So yeah. it's just interesting. I'm looking at that, that whiteboard now and what we've talked about in this episode is not, um, like there's so much more on that whiteboard. It's not on the whiteboard yet. <laughs> so it means we've got, a lot, we've got a lot more episodes to go through to try and explore this and build community engagement. Again, I guess the multiplier effect as well with technology and podcasts, you're reaching an international audience and to get start getting some feedback on that. So in other words, we, we want to live what we're talking about. It's not about putting the message out there and saying, you know, do as I say, not as I do. We're looking to live this both ways. So in other words, to, to get the feedback, to make the changes, to get the connection um, and then, then make the modifications we need to, to, to actually make this fit what the audience are after. Yeah. And if there's a, you know, if there's a whiteboard or two that we, we want to post up, Phil, do you want to expose the, uh, <laughs> we might do, I think, yeah. The white, the whiteboard. Might be confusing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, we, yeah. can put up, we can put up a few of the, you know, distilled down versions, I think for, yeah. for the audience, it could be it's interesting. Not- there's nothing like the original though, because there's something about the original artwork that makes a difference. Yeah. So I, yeah. I guess in the spirit of takeaways and the, the one takeaway we can really give for this one, cause it's hard to break it down into three. I think is, as we talked about before, it's, it's basically the takeaways become acutely aware of what your purpose is and keep it front of mind as you move forward in the business. Cause that's the, that's the point that is a key part of the sustainability, what you're about. And Please don't be the, the, um, the one who responds with, I'm doing this to make money. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, look, it's, it's, a, it's a great response because it opens up a whole new discussion and, um, yeah, and a journey to finding their purpose. So I actually don't mind it as a response because if, that, if that's what's going on in their head, 
then what a fantastic starting point. At least I know what we're up for <laughs> as far as working out what we, you know, what we uh, need to tackle. All good, Ian. I look forward to episode four. Indeed, Phil. We're just rolling on through here. Thanks again. Thank you. You're listening to Human Hackers. Human Hackers.